this is Top Quality Faith Ministries podcast, a multicultural global church mandated by God the Father to love and to serve as an instrument of the body of Christ. This is the house where God builds top quality faith in his people. Wherever you are listening from, we pray that you are blessed by today's message. This call is being recorded. Our Father, we love you, we adore you, and mighty how great you are. We thank you for all you've done. We thank you for Christ, who is at the throne. As this word gets brought forth, it hits our heart and our mind. And from the top of our head down to the body of our souls, of our feet, we thank you that every part of our body will be impacted by this word and that we will allow true repentance to come out of us and cause us to walk in the way that we are to walk with. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, praise be to God. You know, today in prayer, I was asking God, where do I go? Where do I go? Where do I go? And his response was, stay near me. He said, don't go far. Rest in me. For I am all that you need. He said, your ways, my ways are aligned. He said, come even closer. As I show you the things I have for you. And as I build upon my word within you. Let your heart soar in me. For I know the way. Come follow me. And in my ways, there is hope. And in my ways, there is peace. And in my ways, there is truth. And then he went on to say, and safety for all. He said, come, dwell with me. Find comfort in my arms. He said, allow your cares to be upon me. as I take you through. Let there be no more worries. Let there be no more sorrow. But let your hope be in me. For I am thy Lord. I am thy God. Come, rest in me.
whoa. And then I said, okay, so Lord, I know you've been building upon something as we've been looking at things. I, I know you're trying to transform and change our faith because last week and then Sunday, they're all around the same thing, Lord. And I know you're trying to get us to see something, but what are we missing? You said, have hope in me. Thank you, Jesus. I'll say it again. He said, have hope in me. He said, that's my message to you today. Have hope in me. Hmm. He said, one more time, have hope in me. And so when I began to look at scripture and to understand what he was saying, it's 1 John 5, 13 to 14. Precious, did you get that? First John 5, verses 13 to 14. I'm going there right now. First John 4. First John 5, 13 and 14. Okay. So as you pull up that, we talked about what woman, you guys? Because there were two women that we talked about. What are the two women? The Shulamite and the the widow. Exactly. And in that place where we talked about the Shulamite and the widow, what was God's really true message to us? For the uh, woman with the oil, what was it about? Do you guys recall? When her husband her husband had died and she needed money, and so she went to. I'm sorry. Was it was it? I forgot who she went to. Was it Jesus? I couldn't remember who she went to. But anyway, um, he told her to get some jars for the oil and then just sell the oil so she can get some money. Totally. And that her blessing never end. Yes. That's what the most important thing that we walked away with, that the blessing never ends. Mm-hmm. Then on Sunday, when we began to look at the message with the Shunammite woman, what was God basically looking to redirect us? The Lord was aligning us in every single area. And truly getting us to understand that this woman, as Brandon said, was very wealthy. She really didn't need anything. and But yet she looked to a man rather than looking to God. And in that, God was turning our attention towards him. And I love how as he began to turn our attention towards him, he made it so clear to us that Eliza did not have insight into what was going on and that he had to see God on his own to really understand what was going on 
as well as the woman didn't come readily and say anything to the man of God to cause the man of God to understand. And so what I took from that particular message, because sometimes I do that as well, like when somebody brings something to my attention, I'll ask questions. And the questions that I'm asking, because I'm trying to get insight into what they literally have on their heart, and sometimes it's hidden, and sometimes it just comes clearly. God just said, da-da-da-da, say this to them, da-da-da-da, say that to them. And other times, I have no insight whatsoever. And so I find myself questioning not only the person, but questioning God. And God really wants us not to go to man, but to go to him when we really in need of the things that he's desiring us to basically have. So that's what I walked away with that, really placing God at the centerfold of your life. And now all of a sudden he's coming now and he's talking to us or talking about having hope in him. And as I began to look at this small little scripture, he says, I want you to have a discussion on this small little scripture with the hope that you basically understand what I'm saying to you. So let's read the two verses and see where we go. Um, So 1 John 5, verse 13. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Okay, so he said, I write to you to make sure you understand you have eternal life. Right? So he's basically saying, hey, how would I say it, Lord? He said, say it like this. Hey, you are in me. And he said, and then he said, And all I have for you dwells in me. Amen. As children, we learned something most important, and a lot of times we walk away from the things that we learned because we never really thought that they were important. Our parents taught us to not to beg from other people, right? Uh, uh, hopefully you guys got the same thing that I was taught. My mom said to me when we were kids, you better not ask somebody on the street or a neighbor or whatever for anything. You better come to me. And... I remember when we were little kids, I would see other kids like begging. And I remember my mom just so happened turned and looked at the child that was begging for something. And she looked at the, all of us and she said, you better not ever do that. If you have a problem, if you need something, you come to me. My dad was that same way. He basically really pushed us to come to him for everything that we are in need of. 
It's a simple principle that we were taught. But God's trying to bring that back up to us to remind us that if we're in need of something, we shouldn't be running to other people. We should be really running to him, and he is the one that will allow others to give unto you, and he is truly your provider. Wow, that sounds simple, right? But we don't even ask God, nor do we ask others, right? Some of us are just in that place that I'm good. Just like the Shunammite woman. Didn't she say, I'm good? What can I do for you? I'm good. My people, I'm among my people. So she's literally saying in that particular message, I got all the resources I need, and if I need something and I don't have it in my own house, I, I got people around me that would help me. But the funny part about it is they couldn't provide for her most important need. Something that was really, really moving her on the inside, they couldn't provide for her. Hear what the Lord is saying. Thank you, Father. It says, understand where he's trying to bring us to. And, and it's really about coming to him. It's really about seeking him. It's really about allowing him. Be your everything. He said, go back to the scripture. Let's read it one more time and slowly so that we can see it. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God. He says, I write these things to you who what? Believe. Believe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then believe what? In the name of the Son of God. So that's number one. Okay. So he's writing to us because we believe in the name of the Son of God. And so when somebody says we believe in the name of the Son of God, that name has power. Right? Mm -hmm. What does that name do for you? It heals. Okay. I hear that. It what? It heals. Perfect. Uh, it washes white as snow. It sets me straight with God. It allows me to come to God. It allows God to see my purity. And it wipes away sins on on and on of what it does. What else, you guys? It saves, it satisfies me, it brings me joy. 
brightens my light, or brightens my day. What else? I can say something that's just me. <laughs> Go ahead, whoever that Praise was. Praise the Lord. This is this is Sister Hazel. Amen. Praise Amen. God. Uh, um, oh man, you you asked an open ended question. Now for me, um, if I want to know what God looks like, I'm gonna look at God through the face of Jesus Christ. He is the Logos, and he is the embodiment and the expression of God. But what really blew me away, because in this hour that we're in, just allow me to share this with you. It's in line with what you're saying and with these scriptures. Uh, This is part of mystery of eternal life. Amen. Eternal life is not only the length of life, but the quality of life, too. But the thing about Jesus Christ is that he has modeled, he has modeled how we are to negotiate both worlds that we live in by the Spirit of God, by the Holy Spirit. And that is the spiritual world and the natural world. But what really blew me away, because this we're talking about um, knowing God and believing on the name of Jesus Christ and having eternal life. And uh, this is also uh, talking about prayer. But what the Holy Spirit ministered to me that I just want to share quickly, uh, because, see, we there's so much more to God than answered prayer. There's so much more to God than singing a song. There's so much more to God than, I mean, everything that we think we know about him, he's way, 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 way on the other side of that. And the Holy Spirit was pointing something out to me about Jesus. You know, Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit without measure. Jesus healed the sick. Jesus raised the dead. Jesus opened up blind eyes. Jesus uh, cast demons out of people. You know, all these things. And then he turned around and gave us, gave that, gave us delegated authority that we're able to op- operate like that and occupy until he comes. But what blew me away about Jesus Christ? Jesus Christ doing all of those things. And having all of that anointing, because God was with him, and moving by the Spirit of God without measure. We got a we have a a measure of the Holy Spirit, a measure of faith. But even with that, even with that, when Jesus, the Word of God says, when Jesus would minister to the multitude, whatever he did, he would take the time to withdraw himself. Even from the inner circle, Peter, James, and John, he had to go and seek out communion with the Father. It was something that the Father himself provided to Jesus Christ that no one else could do, not even being filled with the Spirit without measure. He would go into lonely, desolate 
uh, not desolate, but desert places up in the mountain, in the wilderness. Now, it was something, there was an exchange between the Father and Jesus. And He. this is the model that he's given to us. See, because we've got to know God beyond just getting our needs met. It's more to God than that. It's going to take more. Because of what's coming in this world, if, if you haven't experienced it, your faith may waver. But what blew me away when Jesus was baptized and the Father spoke from heaven and said, this is my beloved son and who I'm well pleased, and the Spirit came upon him, what happened? The Spirit led him into the wilderness. The Spirit led him into the wilderness. The devil was there to be tested by the devil. All these things are modeled for us that we're going to have to go through in life. He modeled everything, and we have to follow in his footsteps. We have to follow in his footsteps, even to the point of having a higher level or a more excellent way of communing with the Father. We have to transition from petition. To communion and it's amazing that you you spoke about um the the Shulamite. you're not talking about the lady from the song of solomon you're talking about somebody else of course I'm okay not sure you 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 no i didn't get we, the beginning i didn't get the beginning okay let me let that go let me let that go because the most important thing that i'm trying to stress is that there's a higher level of exchange in prayer that the Holy Spirit is calling us to in this hour. And Jesus Christ modeled that with all the power that he had and everything that he did. No one could minister to him. He had to withdraw and go directly to the Father to get what he needed. And that is the more excellent way for us. You know, we we don't know God beyond prayer. God is an awesome God. God works miracles. He is a healer. He is a deliverer. He does break bondage. He's the breaker, the with the breaker anointed. He is all that and more. Yet in this hour, the Holy Spirit is calling us to come away, to come away and hear the words of the Father by the Holy Spirit, according to John sixteen thirteen. Okay? He is calling us to come up higher. God is above. He's, he's not going to come down here. We have to go up there. And he's calling us to come to a higher level of seeking him, to know who he is, to want to know who he is. These are the people that he's seeking after. These are the people that want to know more and want to be in his presence. This is not a place of asking. This is not a place of intercession. This is not a place of supplication. This is not a, he already, the Bible says before you, before you call me, I've already answered. He knows what we have need of. He wants us to seek his face. And that's what Jesus Christ did. And that's what I'm meditating on now after I fell in, ran into these scriptures of how as, as miraculous as he is, he needed to be in the presence of his father because he 
remembered the glory that he had with the Father. He was in the bosom of the Father. He was in the heart of the Father. And this was the joy that was set before him. And this is why he endured the cross, because he was going to go back to that glory that he had with the Father before the world began. That's what sustained him. And when the, when he went up in that that mountain to seek the Father, you know, that was a personal exchange. But he got his guidance and he got his strength. But yet it's a model for us to come up higher, to come up higher in this hour. Because in order for us to stand and to stand strong, we are going to have to know who the Father really is, Jesus Christ. We need that revelation. We need that. We've got to know, if I don't tell you anything else ever again, but know this, the Holy Spirit is calling us to seek after God in this hour like never before and to know God, who he is, and as he reveals himself, that's what we worship. That's We worship the revelation of Jesus Christ, who he really is who he is. He is more than someone who answers prayer. Most of us don't know God beyond that, but there's so much to know. And this coincides and backs into um, 1 Corinthians 2. Eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, neither has entered into the heart of man those things that God has prepared for them. But God is going to reveal it by his spirit. How? When we will not be satisfied with anything else but being in his presence and have that same hunger like Jesus Christ did. Amen. I, I, I believe that's all I should say. God bless you all. That's good. Amen. You said a lot, but you said some great things. And one thing that the Holy Spirit just kept saying to me as you were speaking, he said, mm. And this day, time, and hour, my voice is rare amongst my yes. people. Yes. He said, yes. not only is it rare, mm. but he said, but it's hard to find true followers mm. within my house as well. He said, many follow me for their own gain. Mm-hmm. He said, many the... follow me just to be in the end crowd. Mm. He said, many follow me because they're afraid to die. Mm. Many follow me because they were told to follow me. Mm-hmm. He said, but for you, I want you to follow me because you know me. He said, not only that you know me, but you can anticipate my moves. Mm -hmm. He said, not only you can 
anticipate my moves, but you can understand what I'm saying. By looking at the things around you, that's mm-hmm. how I want you to follow me. He says, I want you to know my voice when there's no one speaking. Mm-hmm. I want you to look at my creation and be able to decipher the things that I'm saying to my body. He says, I want you to know me. He said, like the ones you esteem, that you can see face to face. And he says, and I'm calling you closer. I want you to be into me as much as I'm into you. He says, I want you not only to be into me, I want you to hide in me. Mm-hmm. And, and I just see somebody hiding in him. Mm-hmm. And as they're hiding in him, they are dead. But he is fully alive. And what others see is him and not them. He says, I've been speaking for some time to you. He said, and I don't know how to say it any other way than I desire you. Will you desire me? Mm -hmm. He says, I want more of you. And then he just said, will you answer my call? And if so, deal away with me. Hazel said so many things in the message that she was bringing forth. She talked about uh, going away, you know, where every time Jesus filled away and he went into places and just really, really took the time to commune with God. And God wants us to do the same thing where we take the time and just to have a conversation. I love every single time he 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 filled away. He came back more powerful and the miracle just becoming yeah. greater and greater and greater and greater because he was listening and he was following full instruction. Yeah. I mean, it was it was so great that even to where we can clearly see that he's standing and the people feel an earthquake. Not only did they feel an earthquake, but they heard a voice from heaven speaking directly to them. And that's mm. what God is looking for us to have that type mm. of intimacy. That heaven opens and the people around you are captivated by him. 
then he says, and it's not impossible for all things are possible with me. Yes. Then he literally says, I am willing. Would you come? Mm-hmm. If we were standing in a church, we would, he would be like, I am willing. Would you come? And normally when you have an altar call such as that, some people mm-hmm. walk through and they say, oh, the others just look around to see, hey, is he really calling me? Instead of us running with everything on the inside of us and saying, Lord, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Have your way with me. And that's what he's looking for us to run to him and have your way. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He just says your desire for me is great. Then he says, and I want to do great things through you. And, and, and then he just says, tap in, tap in, tap in. Amen. I have another part to that that I need to share with you guys. Can does anybody have any other uh, version of the Bible? Can anybody pull up? Uh, this is this goes with this second uh, Solomon two fourteen the passion the passion translation. I have the passion. Okay, go to uh, Song of Solomon 2.14 and read that. And then I'm going to tell you what he told me about that. This was in line with uh, Jesus uh, stealing away. Okay. Go ahead and read it. Song of Solomon 214. Okay. okay, for for you are my dove hidden in the split open rock. Hold on, I'm sorry. It was I who took you and hid you up high in the secret stairway of the sky. Let me see your radiant face and hear your sweet voice. How beautiful your eyes of worship and lovely your voice in prayer. You must catch the troubling foxes, those sly little foxes that hinder our relationship, for they raid our budding vineyard of love to ruin what I planted within you. Will you catch them and remove them from for me? Will you, I'm sorry, will be do, let me see, we will do it together. Amen. Okay. Praise God. Okay. Yes. I love that version of the uh, Song of Solomon, um, the the Passion Translation. It says, it was I that took you up high in the sky, in the secret stairway of the sky. See, this is in the realm of the spirit. 
Amen. See, Amen. Where, where, where Jesus went, when he was in the wilderness, the devil was there. The devil was sent there to, for, for Jesus to, to be tested. But when Jesus went and stole away, well, not really stole away, but he withdrew himself to seek the Father out, that place that he was in was inaccessible. It was inaccessible. It was a realm of the spirit. This is what sustained him. And see, no demonic presence could intrude on that. See, no demons, the devil wasn't there with Jesus and the Father and the devil. No, that was face to face. The Father communing with his Son. And it was inaccessible to the powers of darkness. That's why I love that verse. He says, it was I who, this is the Spirit of God talking. It was I who took you up high in the secret stairway of the sky. That's the realm of the Spirit. This is where he is calling us to with the eyes of faith and and having our heart enlightened. But he's calling us. And if we answer him, he's going to take us to the same place that he took Jesus in, in prayer, in prayer. And then what really blew me away, that word, um, that word, you know, where Jesus, it says he, he withdrew himself and he went to pray to the Father. And that word is the Greek word for 336. And it means to exchange human wishes for the wishes of God. There was an exchange. So when you're laying down your will and it's being consumed by the will of God, like fire consuming it, not my will, but your will be done. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. So that place, that level of communion where even demonic powers and the powers of darkness can't intrude there. But flesh is not there either. You've laid your, you've let, flesh is not invited there. You've laid your will down for it to be consumed by the will of God. So that's a place that the Holy Spirit is calling us. It's from that place. That's the place of impartation. That's the place of exchange. That's the place of revelation because the more you, the more you have revealed of God, the more you're going to worship. You're not going to worship anything that you don't know. But as he, even the book of Revelation, what is that? That is the revelation of Jesus Christ, the disclosing, the unveiling. You're seeing him as the God that he is. Amen. So, I love that version of Song of Solomon. When, when, you, when you pull away and you want to be with him, he's going to take you. That's a place that the Spirit of God is going to take you into, where you are, your will is consumed by the will of God. And you are exchanging your desires for him. Because, see, that's the whole, that's really the whole purpose of prayer. You are falling in line. You're, you're seeking God for his heart, for his mind, for his desires. And if you take care of his business, 
Everything else, he already know what you have need of before you ask. And 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 to really take this scripture in context, when you pray according to what His will, when you find His heart, when you find His mind, when you and 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 when you're in His in His face, as it were, you're getting what you need: the revelation, the information, the illumination. Uh, for that moment, for that hour, you know, because faith is now. Faith is now. So you're getting what he wants you to have in that moment. Amen. That's all I want to share. God bless you. Amen. Amen. I know there was a lot shared there. But if we can go back to that scripture and just look at it one more time. He says, say to them again, I'm calling you. Mm. Say to them again that I need them. Tell them that I'm waiting. Oh, yes, Lord. He said, tell them that I have a burning desire for them. He said, come, still away. He said, come, find comfort in me. He said, come, come, come. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. He reminds me, and and it's not just one person. He reminds me of Mary. Oh, yeah. To tell Joseph that she was pregnant and mm. how great it moved Joseph to where Joseph couldn't find rest for his soul. <laughs> but because of the relationship Joseph had, God was able to speak to him in that place and provide mm. that comfort that is needed. Yes, Lord. And not only the comfort that was needed, but to be able to strengthen him and prepare him to be able to help care for his son. To whereby he got instructions after Mm. instructions of what was coming in the particular places that he was in. And even in the places where he was able to get instruction, he was Mm. able to protect and guard the son. Amen. And, And this was because he laid down his life and it was no longer about his life. It was about the life of the son. He said, this is a perfect example of what your life should look like. Mm. 
He did everything for the Son. Yes. And then the Lord reminds me of Mary. Whoa, this is Jesus. Okay. He reminds me of Mary. And even when it came to the first miracle, she had been so close to the sun that she knew exactly what the sun was capable of doing. And she knew that not only he was capable of moving, that he would yield to her even when it wasn't his time to move. Thank you, Lord. Lord said, hear me because I'm trying to impart wisdom into you. When you're that intimate with me, I will move even when I'm not supposed to move. I will do things to cause others to come in even when I'm not searching for them. Mm. He said, you must understand when, when, when she moved, everybody at that wedding was transformed and changed. My Lord. And he said, and after the wedding, they went out and began to speak of, and others became transformed and changed by her moving into action, even when she knew he wasn't wanting to move. And what did she say? Do whatever he tells you. <laughs> What did he say? What did she say? Do whatever he tells you. And that's what Christ is trying to get us to do whatever he tells us. Yes, Lord. He said, hear me, hear me. He then takes me on and he shows me another one. And then as I begin to look at uh, Paul, Paul got into a big fight with another disciple and because they were trying to encourage him to go in opposite to what direction when he knew he had to go head in to the issue that he had to face and that was wrong. My Lord. Because he heard it, he knew exactly what he was supposed to do and he wasn't afraid because he was intimate with God. Yes, Lord. Mm. And, and and we can tell how we're not intimate because every time confrontation or something difficult comes up, what do we do? We run. Mm. Oh, no, Lord. I can't do this. Take this away. Take this away. Afraid of intimacy. When you open yourself up to be intimate, you have to understand you're opening yourself up for everything that's coming forward. You say, I choose to love. I choose to love even when it's going to hurt. I choose to love even when I'm not in agreement with it. And that's what we're saying. We're choosing to love you, Lord.
He said, hear me as I speak. Wow. He now takes me to John the Baptist. Mm. And as he began to talk to the people, he didn't look like what that community expected him to look like. Mm-hmm. You know, or did he, 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 he do anything that that community expected? Despite what they did to him, he was faithful. And will you be faithful to the end? Will you stand in me? Will you uphold the things I've given you? Mm. Will you desire even more kingdom things than you have today? And then he shows me like a closet. He said, will you align your closet with everything that's from heaven? Like you're mm-hmm. taking your clothes out of the closet and you got nothing but heavenly things hanging up in your closet. Imagine this, Lord, today I'm going to put on this particular robe and everybody that I walk in will have sight. Everybody I touch will be healed. Your word will be spoken on every curse side and people will stop and hear the word of God. And then he just says, will you align your closet with my provision? You know how we see these rich people with these shelves and shelves and shelves, and they got a closet that goes behind this closet or whatever the case may be in these secret places, and the Lord says, Will you do good for me? (laughs) Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Then he shows me Stefan. Wow. Where he's given up his life. And in the process of giving up his life, He screams out, forgive them. Mm-hmm. Forgive them. Heaven opens and he sees heaven. And the only thing that his, he wants to say before departing was to forgive him. Like, let this not be held against them. He said, again, will you see the things that I'm trying to get you to see? Will you grow in relationship with me? You guys, I make you laugh. Today I interviewed a gentleman. And in the process of interviewing this gentleman, and the first thing I asked him was a question was, what are something that you are challenged by? And he said, relationships, building relationships with people. 
And, you know, in my mind, I thought that was the easiest thing you should be able to do. And, and, and I recognize it's easy when you have Christ, but if you don't have Christ, it is the most difficult thing to do is to be in relationship with man. And God even shows me that when you're truly his disciples, you're in relationship with all men. Because that's who he is. Mm-hmm. And he teaches you how to be in relationship mm. and understanding how to have relationships. He said, hear me, because he's really trying to strengthen us and get us into this place where we strengthen the relationship we have with him. He said, go back to the scripture. Precious, I know it's just two verses. <laughs> no, it's fine, but it's it's packed with a lot of meat. Um, verse 13. I write these things to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. Keep going. Mm-hmm. This is the confidence we have in approaching God. Stop right there. He said, this is the confidence. Yes, Lord. A lot of times we're lacking confidence. In order to strengthen our confidence, we have to strengthen our relationship. Amen. And he told me to repeat it. In order to strengthen our confidence, we have to strengthen our relationship. With him, right? With, with him. When you're secured in him, your confidence comes forward. Amen. When you're secure, period, your confidence comes forward. Nobody can knock you off a mountain. Nobody can tell you that what you heard was wrong. Amen. Amen. Hey, Pastor, can I say something about that? Uh, Technically, this isn't our confidence. This is basically his confidence because it says in him. So this has nothing to do with me. It's something that's been given to me. But even though it's been given to me, I still have to relate this back to him. And, oh, that's good. And, and this is I, I have to realize this. Even with your faith, your faith is not your faith. It's actually the faith that you have in Christ. So have it gave it back to you but technically you still so this is the confidence that we have in him because it's not me who's doing this it's actually him who's doing it Amen. i in this situation will never ever say it's mine it's actually god so hopefully that that ought to give you a little bit more idea even paul had to say it paul said the faith that i have is a faith in Christ, the faith of Christ. Mm -hmm. So I can't do this by myself, and this isn't my faith. This is actually the faith of Christ because my faith is actually limited. 
And I've tried oh, doing things and it hasn't worked. And the moment that I said, okay, this is no longer my faith. I trust you, God. You're the one who can heal. I can't heal myself. You're the one who can give me these uh, the prosperity. So since you're getting Joseph his prosperity because he huh. was with you and you made him a slave who was prosperous, you made him a... Uh, you made him the head of Potiphar's house. And uh-huh. then that, you also made him the head of everything. And you also put him through that so that way he can have uh, the things that you put in his heart. The same thing that Abraham had to. He put the words that you put in him, which made us all heirs of him. So it's like this isn't stuff that I can actually grasp on to hold on to and say this is my faith because i realize also even uh david had to say this everything in the earth belongs to the lord so if it all belongs and i think to myself this is all him and that's all i want that praise be to god amen pastor I don't know, yeah. I'm not telling to Brandon inside me like a fool something. Uh, Brandon, I just feel you'll be ready for he call you more deep with him. Praise God, brother. Amen. Thank you, Anita. <laughs> uh, thanks That's to the beautiful. Lord. I don't want to say, but inside me like a fool. And oh God, I must say it to him, please. Thank you, Lord. Even praise God, Anita. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. I love you, Pastor. Thank you, Father. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. He's just literally saying, trust me, you guys. Mm. He says, I am your hope. I am your strong tower. And then he goes on to say to me, I am. Amen. And he says, fear not. And he said, for the battle has been won. And then he goes on to say to me, he said it more than one time. He says, victory, victory, victory is mine says the Lord. And the way he said it was, says the Lord of hosts. Mm. He goes on to say, trust. He says again, trust. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. He says so much has been Spoken on relationship. Mm. Oh my God. Thank you, Lord. Wow. He says something simple as this to me. How do you want me to say this? He said, you want more and more and more. 
but he says, but I'm needing more and more and more time with you. Make me your priority. He repeats himself saying, make him your priority. And then he says, I shall provide. In the places where I have called you into. <laughs> wow. And then he just asks you, will you trust him? I believe we read the full scripture, Precious. Do we have any left? Yes, we do have some more left. Okay. Let's keep going. Um, I'll just do 14 again. This is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. You know, when he says anything according to his will, he hears us. But to understand his will is to spend time with him. You can't know what's according to his will if you don't spend time with him. <laughs> I make you guys laugh, and, 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 and I, I really want to make you guys laugh, okay, because this is the funniest of funniest things that I can truly say that has happened to me. Not too long ago, rather, three years ago, I bought a car. But I bought a car that I really didn't like, but I got the car. And I remember God said that I would get my heart's desire, okay? And in my mind, you know, when my car got into uh, a wreck, I was like, I told the people, total it out. Find a way to total this car out. Because I had heard the Lord say to me that I would get another vehicle, right? And so... I was like, oh, now is the time, Lord. I guess they're going to total this vehicle out, total this vehicle out. And so when the man came back to me and he said, now I can't total it out. I tried, but I just can't total this vehicle out. I'm just so sorry. I just can't do what you asked me to do. And so then all of a sudden out of nowhere, I'm saying, okay, Lord, did I miss you? Why did that pop in my spirit? Now, I wasn't trying to hear it. Why did it pop in my spirit? And I didn't ask for you to say that. And then I know when God pops things readily in my spirit that I have no idea. Mm -hmm. And so now that I'm looking forward, God has given me some insight on something. And he's showing me something completely different that I would have never taken a look at or even bother even to pay attention to. But what I'm trying to say to you, when you're truly, truly in him, God tells you everything. Mm. There's no guesswork, you guys. Mm, mm, mm. Now I know why I was supposed to say this. This week I had one of the strangest conversations. Somebody called me and they called me out of the blue. And they said, dream interpretation time. And I was like, oh, dream interpretation time? And the person told me the dream. And immediately I went to God. And I said, Lord, I don't know what this is about. You only know this. And 
you only can say whatever. But then the Lord gave me insight on the dream and gave me clear insight on it. Never thought that it would be something as such, but I got clear insight within two seconds or less. Within two seconds or less. Did you guys hear me? Mm-hmm. And as I began to interpret the dreams, I was like, whoa. And in my mind, sometimes I have to go over it, tell me two times before I can get it, you know, to make sure my mind is out of the way so I can hear God. But he Mm. gave it to me so quickly Mm. that I questioned, hear what I said, why did I get it so quickly? He said, reason why you got it quickly because you stepped up your game. You're spending more time with me. He said, the things that you thought was complicated. Hear what I'm saying? It's because you wasn't readily in my presence. The things that you're finding easy and you're getting revelations on is because you've been in my presence. Mm. Hopefully you guys get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So if you've got complicated things in front of you, how much time mm-hmm. are you spending? Mm-hmm. You want it easy? Then, then really, really lay down. Get up early morning. Give up some of your sleep, okay? And trust God in the process. Hear what he's saying. I gave you two examples. One where I thought I knew what I was talking about and didn't know, but God was setting up something completely different. And the other one was just so easy that I I couldn't even second guess it. And I was shocked at the answer myself because I didn't expect him to give it to me so quickly. And so when you're in his presence, it's so much easier, you guys. Better yet, let me say what he says. <laughs> he said, when you're in my presence, the world stops because heaven is moving. You guys got that, right? Yes. Yes. You really got that? He's literally saying that the world stops because you're moving in heaven. And so heaven takes precedence over this world. Mm. And so in the place where you in heaven, everything in the world stops because it cannot begin to move because you're caught up in the heavens. Thank you. He stops time. (laughs) It's like, okay. He said, perfect example. Peter sees Jesus walking on water. That could never happen on earth, right? 
But it 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 he was walking on the water, and Peter comes asks him to come, and then Peter began to perform the same thing. Uh huh. And in that place where he performs the same miracle, he's definitely in the heavens with Christ. And so he was able to join in with heaven. And the Lord says we're able to join in and we can do miraculous things through him. If we would draw close. In heaven, you walk on water. <laughs> I don't have to learn how to swim. I can just walk. <laughs> I'm with you, up Foster. Hear <laughs> what God's saying. Precious, are we done? We are done. Thank you. And I know we're done early. Thank you. Because he wants you all to take some time on your own to go spend some time with him. Yes. This is time you would have been in Bible study anyway. While you pulled away, stay in that place and begin to pray, begin to spend some time with him, begin to cry out. Don't rush into the kitchen or anything else. This time you've already carved out for him. Take it all the way to the end. And he keeps saying, spend time with me. And he says, come. But before we close out, anybody else have anything else? Nothing else, Hazel? Um, last thing that I heard, um, I heard him say, and, and this is quoting the scripture. He says, my father works. Hitherto, I work. And then I heard him say, I expect you all to do the same thing, to do his work to do his works, the greater works, to do his works. He's given us a formula tonight. He's given us a formula tonight. He's given us a model tonight. He's telling us that, you know, by his spirit, his spirit, according to Song of Solomon 2.14, he is the one that takes us into the realm of the spirit. He takes us into a place where flesh is not invited. He takes us into that place where demonic powers can't even intrude. That's the place that he's calling us to tonight. He's calling us because it's from that place that we do the Lord's business. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Pastor. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, of course. Joe's here with me and he was listening to the Bible study. And um, he just wants prayer for his um, his friends and his family, his aunt up in age. He just wants prayer for 
all the people with COVID and all the children at St. Jude's and, and all the children at St. Jude's and hospital and thank the Shriners, all the children of the world, all the people of the world. God bless them all. Joe, yes, yes. The Lord said He heard you when you basically said that, so He's answering your prayers. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, and so I'm we're in God. agreement with you, but He's answering you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Yes, we have so many people that are ill and sick, and you know we need to keep everybody in good health and cure everyone and anyone is ill and sick and guide everyone safely through the day. Everybody has to drive many miles, many, many miles. Guide them all safely. Watch over all the going to school. Watch over everyone. God bless America. God bless our country. May there peace and joy across the world. And thank you thank for your you. prayers and like like listening to you. Thank you very much. I'm very happy. You made me feel good. Thank you. Praise God. And can I release something to Sister? Was that Sister Anita that released to the young man? Who was that? Yes. Okay. Okay. Is she on the phone? Yes, I am, Sister. Okay. The Holy Spirit is saying that you are not to hold back. You have a lot in your belly. You have a lot of words in your belly. And he says, don't hold back. Amen. Don't hold back. Even tonight, you could have ministered a lot more than you did. And he's saying, don't hold back. The more you release, the more he'll give you. Build, you know, your confidence, your confidence. You, You prophesy according to your faith. You have great faith in God, great faith in the word. And if the, that's how the, the, the gift of prophecy moves among us when the river is flowing you've got to know to step in and just move with the power of the holy ghost let him carry you let him carry you the word of god was written by men as they were carried away moved by the spirit of god and this is what he wanted to do tonight see the gifts of the spirit still have to work they still have to go forth and tonight was your night he wanted you to really go deeper than where you went you know, and you still have a chance to do it. You still have a chance, but he's just saying he, he he's put a lot on the inside of you, and you've got to be sensitive to his promptings because that flow was there. And you you you, you don't say stuff and then run away, but stand there, stand there, and let those waters move around you and come up your ankles, come up to your knees. <laughs> come up to your thighs, come up to where you can't even cross, then your feet is not touching the bottom of that river. You are moving, you are immersed by the Spirit of God. Amen? Amen, sister. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Thank you. And today, yeah, just one little bit testimony. And I confirm the word, what you're saying, so that okay. you know that it is God. Yes, Pastor. Yeah, but I have a lot, uh, a lot. It's wonderful. Listen, what my brother sister is speaking, and it's very blessed me. And especially today, I've been, uh, I've been witness what I pray for my friend, good friend, and uh, and in Indonesia, it's not easy. That is a lot of magic. 
and the Lord helped me for for pray uh, because they had something sick at home. If she wanna throw and always come back, and the Lord last in the night in the morning, the Lord brought me wake up, call her, mm. and we pray that, and we make like a FaceTime, and I saw the sick like attack me like this one, and then I just pray in the spirit, and I call my father, and after this one, the Lord showed me for anointing the house, and praise God, we burn uh, the sick with. And then I praise God, my friend get delivered and uh, two, two sons. And also somebody want to like become no good to her. The Lord protection. And I just want to continue being a blessed because he's so blessed. Amen. And I understand what you say about if we intimacy with the Lord. He loves so tender, tender and very soft. And I would just want to say... Uh, I just want to say there is not anything I never experienced love me so much. Not anybody. And I just want to appreciate oh, he good, special for this family. For we have battle get you, everybody can call uh, COVID, but the Lord said to me, Lord, do I am COVID? Because my son gets COVID. And the Lord said, don't ever speak from your mouth and just call my, my name and you have faith and you're just praising my name. Mm -hmm. That's only Thank I can you. do. And I'm so blessed. For me, it's better. I'm telling Lord, I don't care I'm dying or alive. I just want you. If I choose, I want to go with you. It's a beautiful his place. So beautiful. And I'm being, I'm being in spirit right now. Sorry. I feel, I feel so beautiful this message today. Well, thank you, Jesus. And Jonathan, I know you're on the line, but the Holy Spirit just says to me to say to you, I am changing things. And he just says, hold on. He says, hold on to him. And he says, don't let go. Hold on to him. He says, for I am changing things. And the way he said, hold on and don't let go, I am changing things. And he made absolutely sure that he said, son, hold on and don't let go. Changing things, son. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. And he just says he hasn't forsaken you. Hear what the Spirit of the Lord says to you today. Praise be to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Akia, I ask you to close us out. So before you close us out, if you could just pray in the spirit and then just trust what God has given you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you,
Perfect. I heard what you said, but go ahead. Heavenly Father, we just pray that your righteousness goes forward in all of us, Lord. Thank you. And Father, we just ask that your still, quiet voice be heard within all of us, Heavenly Father. And we ask that your will be done. Now and forevermore. In the name of Jesus, Father, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Amen. Lord. Amen. Is the church open, Pastor Kia? Yes. Yes. And the Sunday church open? Yes. Yes. Okay, God willing, I come with the Suki and baby. And don't worry, we're here by the power of Jesus. If God is building top quality faith in your life through this ministry, we pray that you will partner with us by giving. You can visit our website, tqfm.org. Also, remember to subscribe for more messages like this.